Welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary, your weekly glimpse into the life of indie author Paul Teague. Find out how many words got written over the past seven days, hear what's on the planning board, and discover the tips and tools which Paul is using to self-publish his books and get them selling as fast as possible. This is Paul's Podcast Diary, and here's your show host, Paul Teague. Hello and welcome to Paul's Podcast Diary for Saturday the 1st of April 2017. Now, I've got a very busy diary for you this week, but I actually haven't done any writing at all. No writing and no planning at all. So I've had a complete palate cleansing week this week. And I do find that as I'm getting more used to the rhythms of writing, I find that when I finished a book, you know, actually a week or two uh, or three of a little bit of downtime, and I am actually thinking about the next book all, all the time, virtually, but but not to have to sit at the computer and write, I actually find uh, re-energising. I think that's probably the way to describe it. So um, no writing at all this week, uh, but lots of writing-related activity, as you would expect. So when I sort of plotted out the next quarter, my first writing date had been pencilled in for Saturday the 1st of April. And the second writing day I put in for Friday the 7th of April. So it ain't going to be, obviously, Saturday the 1st of April now. Um, it's going to be the 7th of April and, and possibly slightly afterwards. Um, what I had this week is I just had too much on this week. That, that's really the bottom line. And I, and, um, and I was jittery about it as well. So um, I, I've, I've done, is it four presentations this week? So on Tuesday, I did, um, re- remember, I'm doing three days of, of real work at the moment. So as part of that real work, on Tuesday, I had uh, I was doing a webinar for the first time um, for Chamber of Commerce uh, members, and I hadn't done one before in the office, and you know it was using UKIT and things like that, so that went fine. On Wednesday afternoon, again, I was doing a presentation to um, about e-exporting, so I was talking about how uh, basically as an author, um, I'm an exporter, you know, because I sell books in Japan, Canada, uh, had a query from Germany this week, you know, all, all over the world, and, I, and my email marketing list is, is all over the world. Um, so that was a formal uh, corporate training do um, in, in connection with the, the DIT, so it was in connection with a sort of government agency, and, and that was the, the day job, if you, if you want to call it that. And then on Thursday, I was delivering a whole day of uh, social media training, uh, corporate training again to local businesses. And then I was straight on the train to Manchester after I'd finished that. And then on on Friday, um, I'd been asked to do this, um, you know, this little gig on behalf of the Alliance of Independent Authors in Manchester. And uh, although that turned out to be absolutely fine, I, I was nervous earlier in the week because I wasn't really sure how many people were going to be there and, uh, you know, how posh it was going to be. As it turned out, as I say, it was fine. Uh, so I, I guess that burned a little bit of nervous energy. And, and right at the beginning of the week, when I was thinking of all these things that I had to do that involved, you know, turning up and performing, um, I must admit that I felt a little bit daunted. Just thought, you know, I just if I could just get it through to the weekend, I'm going to just clear my weekend and then I'll roll up on Saturday and, and just see what I feel like doing. So that that's what I've done, because I felt that if I had Saturday planned and Sunday planned at the beginning of the week, when I had all these things to knock off, it just felt like too much. So, you know, I think if, if you're listening to this and you are an author, sometimes you have to cut yourself some slack. Um, you know, I, I do a lot of work um, related to the author business, and I'm still doing this three days a week uh, in my kind of day job at the moment. So, 
um, you know, sometimes I just take on too much. And the thing that tipped the scales this week was that um, I was going to this Amazon author event in Manchester as, as just, a, you know, as a punter, just just to watch and sit and be passive and, and absorb all the information. And then um, the Alliance of Independent Authors, I can't remember when it was on Monday, said, can you go and do a turn and, and represent Orna Ross from the Alliance? And so, you know, something that was actually going to be a nice day out, seeing author friends, chatting and networking, suddenly turned into work. Uh, and that really was the thing that tipped the scales for me this week. So I have cut myself some slack for the weekend. I'm not going to start writing because I'm just not in the right frame of mind to write. And what, what I did is, uh, those of you who listen to the podcast diary will know that there's great excitement in my study at the moment because I'm recording this on Friday the 31st and sa- and we were on, I'm releasing this on Saturday the 1st of April. That means we're into quarter two of the year. We've done quarter one and we've done quarter two. And as somebody who loves to plan and have um, lovely planning boards on my wall, um, it's lovely because I get to clean a planning board and see all those things that I've done. And I get to create the next planning board for the next quarter. So what I would say to you is that this quarter from, from January, March, uh, January, February, March, get your months right, Paul. Uh, this has been my busiest quarter you know, ever. It's, it, it's been ridiculous because I, I took on commitments before Christmas, thinking that I wouldn't be doing um, any sort of formal work, and, and and what I have been doing, I mean, my kind of working life is is or sounds quite complicated to explain, but I I I'm effectively I'm I'm I am self-employed, or I, I certainly was up to Christmas. And I have a, a number of contracts with the Chamber of Commerce so um, to, to deliver training to, to different sectors, and they're funded in, in different ways. And, and, and what I was doing before Christmas is I, I pretty well, it's like a tap that you can turn on and off. So I was just doing as many training courses as I needed, you know, to earn what I needed to live. Um, that I, I took some sort of freelance work with the chamber up to Christmas. So I think it was about two or three months. And it was, uh, I think it was three days a week. I'm sure it was, yeah, three days a week. And um, and then obviously they offered me this kind of ongoing, this permanent contract. It is in theory a permanent job, and that's for three days a week. And because I was kind of doing as many training courses as I was for them to keep the roof over everybody's heads, I sort of thought, you know, I'm in the position I might as well take those three days a week because what that does is it means I can compartmentalise the work I do. That work pays all the bills, you know, takes care of the family, keeps the roof over the head, keeps us off the streets. And then I can take on the odd training course here and there and they pay for the covers of the edits so I can separate the author business. And I also detach myself from this you know, constant pressure to, to be bringing money in because I was always the main earner in the house. Um, and, you know, um, when I jumped off the roundabout of, of working at the BBC, that didn't mean all my financial commitments went. So one of the struggles for me of self-employment has been that I've had to earn a certain amount all the time just to keep it, all the plates spinning. And then I've needed to earn money to keep the business going. So it has felt fairly relentless. And, 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 and so as we walked, we came into quarter one of this year, I'd got sort of I'd set up my life thinking that I'd got this complete flexibility with time and then all of a sudden I was having to turn up for work three days of the week and and so this last quarter has been kind of the gears you know trying to mesh in with each other to try and adjust to this new life and to pick up the tab from all the things I'd set off before Christmas now I'm through that now thank goodness um and and I had to pick up the tab for the three thrillers that I wrote last year. 
So I've had to chug those thrillers through and get them out and do all the proofing and all the bits and bobs that you have to do with those thrillers. Um, you know, and, and do the three days a week at work and keep the podcast going. Um, you, you, and it's just felt, to be honest with you, um, just a little bit more packed than I would have liked to um, have experienced this last quarter. Uh, and then this last week, you know, this is, and this is all my own fault. I packed my week too much this week. It was way, way too packed. Um, and and I, you know I, you get to the stage where you think you know I've I've taken on just a little bit too much here, um, so I'm pleased to be into the next quarter. Um, I'm pleased I've got quarter one behind me, and the one thing that I really must take care to do in this next quarter now is to adjust my life flow, you know, to to respect the fact that I have three days proper job to turn up to, and, and then to work my author commitments around that now i've got to tell you the three days of work the three days a week of working works superbly so i i work monday to wednesday and then i got this lovely four-day block thursday friday saturday and sunday you know to get on with my own things and the other things because i got that friday most events weekend events as with the amazon event this week take place on a friday so i don't need to be taking days off or anything like that it just fits into my my schedule so i'm finding the rhythm of it really good and as i go into quarter two I've got to really take care not to take on too much because it really does feel like we've got a really good balance here between being able to do author stuff and being able to, you know, bring in the cash that that, that pays all the bills and, you know, keep shoes on the kids' feet and all those things. So I've got to watch that I don't take on uh, too much. The rhythm that's working for me really well is writing a 50,000-word book every quarter. That's very, very manageable with the work that I'm doing at the moment. So I am going to write another 50,000-word book this quarter. And when I, I felt like I'd taken too much on this week, I went through my, my quarter two. I, I plan way ahead. Um, you know, I've got my planning sheet in front of me here. So I've even got it down to a daily basis. And I, I automatically put in all the fixed points that aren't movable. And then I have lots of free days in there, which are you know movable feasts where I can do different things. So what I've done is I've slipped what my originally what my original plans were for this quarter. I had intended to have quite an intense period of creating some online courses this quarter. And I just looked at the shape of the year. This is why I like having a planning board. I am going to share, share pictures of the planning board, by the way, on the resource notes for this week. So if you want to have a look at how I plan and tick stuff off and how much I've got done this quarter, you'll be able to see. Incidentally, I always just blur out the personal bits. I always have financial and earnings targets on there. And also, um, I always make sure I have personal stuff on there. So one of the lovely things that has happened this quarter is that my wife and I every month um, are going off on an adult's, you know, adventure for the weekend, you know, going off. We've been to Glasgow and spent a weekend in, in Blackpool and, uh, you know, just we're just going on little adventures because my kids are old enough now. Um, you know to sort of leave overnight for a day or two at the weekend which is fabulous so we're just enjoying that freedom too while we've got it um so so the the, the rhythm is going is going really well the the 50,000 word books are going really well and the other thing is is that so this quarter I've got to get dead of night out on by the 3rd of May and then I've got to write the next thriller and that and, and, and 50,000 word books, let me tell you, are a lot easier to manage than 90,000 word books, which is what my thriller trilogy was last year. So the 50,000 is absolutely right at this moment in time. I, I will, while I'm working and doing these three days a week, uh, for however long that continues, I will be writing 50,000 word books and I will try and get one done per quarter. 
So that's great. The other thing is, is I, I need to do within the, um, the sort of the quarter, if I could make, uh, how many days is it? I, I, I need about, well, four days. If I, if I, if I work four days, um, if I do corporate training for four days, uh, which is very easy to achieve with what they're constantly offering me with work, um, that pays for my business expenses for a month. So it pays for a proofread, it pays for a cover, and it pays all my ongoing kind of costs of email marketing and things like that. So I need a minimum of four days um, corporate training um, over the over the month, over the quarter, I beg your pardon. So that kind of keeps up the lights on in the business and at home. So um, that that's where we're going. Um, this quarter has been, you know, has been good. I've kept the podcast diary going. Uh, we've hit the one year mark. We hit the one year mark on Monday. That's the one year anniversary of the podcast. I've done a hundred episodes now. Uh, we hit the fifty-two weeks mark too, which you know it depends how you see whether it's a calendar year or a weekly year. So, so the the podcast. Really happy about that. The podcast has been going for a year. It's become actually part of a routine of my of my week now if I don't do this diary on a Friday evening it actually feels a little bit odd now um, it's how I kind of mark the end of the week is recording this diary I've written successfully a thriller a 50,000 word thriller that's off in edits at the moment and I've managed to get the don't tell Meg trilogy out and I'm pleased to report that that's now selling and the pricing structure is working well even though I'm not really promoting it I am making sales and I, and I am I'm very happy with the profit I'm making from the the box set the three box set. I'm selling a lot of box sets already with this which is great um, what what else have we done? We've we've I've, I've the other thing that I've done in this quarter is I've sort of got the hang of um, I've taken part in uh, giveaways uh, Insta freebie giveaways and I've held two of my own. Uh, that was a completely new experience. So I hadn't done that. Um, I've created a whole set of training videos for the Alliance of Independent Authors, which they're going to be launching very soon uh, next month, I think. Um, and I've done I've taken part as a author trainer in the uh, Alliance of Independent Author Fringe event. Uh, I sorted out my USA tax, which was a problem. So I'm now not having tax withheld in the USA. I put a book on Kindle Scout. <laughs> like, like everything, there was a little bit of tumbleweed blew by and we didn't hear anything, but you know, la di And I did some other little things um, that were st- strategic. Um, but you can see that, um, you can see that planning board and what I got done on the resources page for this week at selfpublishingjourneys.com. And I've also posted up my targets for the next quarter. And I say apologies for the bits that are blurred out, but they're, they're just generally stuff that's, um, you know, personal stuff. Because as, as well as setting targets for the business, it's really important to keep take care of our, our sort of our mental health and our, our physical health, I feel. And, and, and every now and then I just take on a little bit too much and I will just clear the diary. Um, and, and just make sure that I got some headspace in there. And I think that's really important to do that because as indie authors, we do work quite hard and quite relentlessly. So you'll see on the quarter two planning board that I've, I've sh- I, mean, I, I will get another thriller written in, in this quarter. Uh, Dead of Night will be released by the end of May. So I've got to give it a final read when it comes back from Helen Fazal, my editor. I've got to put it through Vellum and I'll make it live. Um, I'm going to a Newcastle authors event um, and I'm hoping to be able to interview Rachel Abbott either there or via Skype. Um, so you'll see that on my event section. Um, and that's, I can't remember when that is, June, I think it is. Uh, May, May, June? May. It's in May. So I'm going up to Newcastle uh, for that event. Um, this quarter, I, I, I'm going to do some new courses. And they're going to be quite cheap courses. They're only going to be about, you know, 9 or something like that. One of the courses 
is going to be a very detailed guide to how you use Vellum on a PC. I have actually made this available for free as a continual video on my blog. But actually, you know, for people who are, who are a little bit technologically challenged by that, um, I wanted to do a very, very detailed step-by-step -step short video guide to show you exactly how to, to use Vellum on a PC. And I'll sell that probably for $9.97. And the other thing I want to do is I'm really interested in InstaFreeB. I, I know I keep saying this, but InstaFreeB... Um, I do think it's going to have a sell-by day. I, I do think that it hits a critical mass, and then probably you've got all the subscri subscribers you're going to do. But it's working like bilio for me at the moment. And, you know, I, I have to share this because when I was – I'll talk about the Amazon event shortly, but when I was at the Amazon event, the room's full of, you know, new or, or soon-to-be or very recent authors, and they're all stuck because they haven't got a clue how to shift books and, and, and to start moving things on. And, and frankly, InstaFreebie at the moment is the best way to do it. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, I was saying at the event today, it took me um, a year to build my first 25 subscribers. Um, there was somebody there who's taking part in my giveaway who I just said, how many have you got in the week? And I think he got about 650 subscribers in a week. That's a very, very compelling prospect to authors who, who don't know how to do this stuff. So I want to turn that into a training course as well. Um, so, so I'm going to do two short training courses. These are not massive training courses. I was going to do a really hefty training course this quarter, but I've slipped um, the two training courses. I've slipped that training course, and I'll, I'll tell you what it's going to be later. I'm not going to reveal that just yet. That will go into quarter three, and then I got another training course provisionally planned uh, to take me up to Christmas, which I, which I may drop. It's nothing to do with authors. It's something to do with me uh, <laughs> me setting up another little sideline. So uh, I'll, I'll tell you about those things when they come along. I want to do a presentation for this quarter's Alliance of Independent uh, Author Fringe. And I want to, because Vellum is so easy and fantastic and lovely, I'm going to put my sci-fi trilogy through Vellum. So so um, because it makes the, the books look so beautiful and puts indexes on and things like that, I'm putting, I'm not going to make any changes. I'm just going to take the files and I'm going to process all my grid trilogy and my secret bunk trilogies they're going through vellum i'm going to make them look beautiful and i'm going to review the links of the cross promos that i've got in there um what else am i going to do i've got i want to do some training i want to get my education uh, continuing so i've got um a writer's workshop training course that i got at christmas now and i want to work through that and mark dawson's training um, one of the things i love about mark's training is it's very expensive but when you buy it once they're, they're really very good. You, you, they just keep adding the new training. You don't have to pay extra for it all the time. So Mark's just refreshed all of that training. I have to say that, you know, that is a nice touch. It was expensive, but it is a nice touch. Um, never having to pay again for the training. So I want to work through Mark's training as well because it's important to keep your learning up to date. You know, you need to keep on top of all the the changes. And then um, with this podcast, having reached the year point now, it's interesting. I was talking to a, you know some listeners at the at the Amazon event. And, you know, one of the things that bothers me about this podcast is, is that although people keep telling me they, they listen, what we haven't got on this podcast is, is a conversation. You're listening to this now and you're not talking to me. We're not talking to each other. And I need to, I think the next thing I need to do with the podcast is to build more of a community around it. Now, you know, I'll be honest with you. When I launched the podcast a year ago, I hadn't got a clue that I'd still, whether I'd still be here and doing it. Um, so, you know, I'm as surprised as you are by that. Um, but, you know, but I've enjoyed it. It's part of my routine and my life now. And I definitely want to sort of continue the podcast through to um, episode 100, which is in February next year. And, and at Christmas, I'll be doing a whole review of everything I'm doing uh, at that stage. So by Christmas, you know, unless I get knocked down by a bus, I'll have six sci-fi books out. I'll have seven thrillers out. 
and then I need to review everything because you know only a madman continues doing things if they're not working so I need to have a wholesale review of what I'm doing at Christmas to see what's working what's not and then uh, you'll see some things jettisoned after Christmas uh, and then you'll see some new things being done but um, I can't remember what the quote is you know I'm, I'm paraphrasing it but this I think it's one of Einstein's quotes isn't it you know the definition is of madness is that you do the same thing time and time again uh, and expect different results well I, I've got to make sure that I'm not that madman which is why I have regular reviews built into my business and and you know I I'm, won't hesitate to jettison something if it's it's quite clear that I'm wasting my time doing it so uh, but that won't come till Christmas I'm, I'm fixed on a course until Christmas so I'm determined to get to episode 100 of this podcast because all those episodes will be in the pot by Christmas of this year I have them all recorded so so we'll get to episode 100 you know whatever happens so long as I don't get hit by a bus so those are the plans I've put those um, planning boards on the resources page for this week so if you want to have a look at how I plan stuff um, do 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 that and then the blurred bits as I say they're all financial targets and goals uh, and they're all personal you know visits that I'll be going on with my wife and the family and um we will be, um, you know, because it's important to have those those leisure opportunities in there too. Okay, so that's uh, quarter one, quarter two planning boards. What else have we got going on at the moment? Oh, I just wanted to mention YouTube, actually. I've put a screenshot of this on the, um, on the resources page. Um, you know, you have these little targets. I constantly have little targets with the podcast. So we broke 10,000 downloads the other week, which was fantastic. And, you know, now I'm one in 20,000. You always increase your targets all the time. You're never happy. And um, a while ago, um, when I, I used YouTube when I was doing internet marketing, and I think I got up to something like 15,000 views or something like that. And then because a lot of my videos were outdated, and because I was transitioning into doing author work, I... I think they're all still there, but I unpublished all my YouTube videos. And then when you unpublish them, you lose all your views. So I think I'd taken my YouTube views down to about 300. They were down to virtually nothing. And every week with the podcast, I um, I published the audio to YouTube. And um, I noticed that I hit a threshold that I've been after for a while. I was, I'm back to 3,000 plus views, which is a, a reasonable number of views on a, on a YouTube channel. So back from 300 to, to 3,000 now. And the point I wanted to make about this is that uh, one of my favorite quotes is, you know, and again, I'm paraphrasing this, a journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. You, you know, you just have to keep going at this stuff and it builds and it builds and it builds. And my 300 views, well, I, it was quite sad for me to to remove all those views, having got up to 15,000 as, as an internet marketer because it looked quite posy. And then I'm back to 300 and whatever it is and it all looks a bit embarrassing. But just by continually releasing new content, by keeping going, by keep putting your feet forward, we're now up to 3,000 views, which is a respectable number. And that grows all the time. So, you know, what could we learn from this? What we could learn from this is that just keep going with it. Just keep moving forward. Always build in those mad person reviews. Now, have I gone mad? Uh, you know, am I doing stuff that's pointless? Am I wasting time? So you do need to have those severe reviews in there, but generally just keep stepping forward and it, it tends to work and things tend to build. And with that in mind, I've been running a crime giveaway this week on Insta Freebie. I've been hosting that giveaway. So remember as the host of the giveaway, because I control the website, I'm also cooking people for Facebook, for Twitter and for Google so that I'm getting more benefits from that. Uh, but also... Um, I've got 752 new subscribers in a week. I mean, that is 
that's good. You know, I'm, I, I've, I've not done anything. The only thing I've done that has given me faster subscribers is when I was doing internet marketing. So, you know, I, it was crazy when I was doing internet marketing. Um, but I've not found anything like instant free, uh, not uh, like instant internet marketing that has works as well as Insta Freebie. Um, I no one would sniff at seven hundred and fifty two new targeted subscribers over a week, and I'm certainly not. Um, so, so I got you know I'm going to keep saying it. I'm going to keep saying it. Use Insta Freebie. Uh, you know you it will take you to a certain point. It, you you can't do it forever. You're not going to grow your list to ten thousand on Insta Freebie. I, I don't think not at the moment. I'll I'll keep at it and I'll tell you whether I come up with some new tricks, but. You know, I can't sniff at 752 new crime subscribers because on Monday morning, before I started, I had zero crime subscribers. I did not have anybody that I could target for crime. But now I have 752 people who potentially might buy my book. And I think that's very compelling. Now, I'm going to do a webinar on Wednesday. Um, the registration link is on the resources page for this uh, presentation, for this uh, podcast diary. Um, I'd love you to join me for that webinar. It's a live webinar. I'm not going to make any pitches. The reason I'm doing it is, number one, because I really want to share this information. I want people to use Insta Freebie because I've seen the power of this. And I just want to share my kind of best uh, marketing tips that I've learned from this, the best practice that I've learned from this. Um, but also uh, my next Alliance of Independent Authors webinar, I want to be um, on this topic. And so I'm, it's, this is me doing a dry run for that. This is me just kind of get my, getting my patter right. Uh, and also, um, it's good to allow me to survey attendees on the webinar to find out what their problems are so that when I create my small training program, I could make sure that I reflect those problems in the training program. And the fourth point with my marketing head on is that all those people who registered for the webinar <laughs> and close your ears if you're going to attend the webinar, right? Because I've given away a trade secret here is you sure as hell are going to get an email selling you that course whether you buy it or not, it's up to you, but you're going to get a promotional email about that course because if you've signed up for the webinar, you've already told me that you are interested in Insta Freebie. And this is how we do things in the internet marketing world. You know, we build lists, we get prospects and targets, and then we make um, offers to them. And that's all I'm doing. There's nothing evil about it because you don't have to buy and I'm giving away loads of free content. But this is, we have to think like a business person when we do all of these things so my, my general habit with anything I do is do the work once benefit from it multiple times and, and I'm trying to do that in everything I do when I work online okay so I did say we were going to run long on this particular diary I haven't even mentioned the Amazon event yet so I'm just going to do the Amazon event right now um, so I traveled down to Manchester on Thursday night and um, Orna Ross at the Alliance of Independent Authors couldn't make it to, uh, to, to do the sort of the, the turn for the Alliance of Independent Authors. So um, she asked me to stand in and do that. Uh, I was going to attend anyway uh, just to watch the presentations because it's fantastic that Amazon have come up north and I don't have to travel to London for an author event. Uh, you don't know how refreshing that is for people who live as far up north as I do, uh, you know, not to have to travel for miles and miles and miles. So it was fab. Uh, great to meet listeners to the podcast. So um, I, I met Meg Cowley, who was uh, a very early interviewee on this podcast. Meg, thank you very much for taking the photograph of me on stage. Um, a little tip here, a little marketing tip is, you know, whenever you meet celebs whenever you meet you know people um, that, that you interview and things like that get photographs because these help to build your brand and they help to build your positioning so if I hadn't got a picture of me on the stage 
uh, you know, representing the Alliance of Independent Authors on the stage with three best-selling authors and a representative from Amazon. You know, that looks cool. It, you know, it wasn't a huge deal, but it looks cool and it helps to build your brand and your credibility. So it's really important to get capture these images. And if you're going to see, you know, authors who are further on than you, always get that photograph because it builds your brand. It makes you look bigger than perhaps you are. So thanks for that, Meg. Great to meet Meg in person. And I'm interviewing Meg, she kept reminding me when we were talking, on Thursday. I'm interviewing Meg again on Thursday. And um, Meg and, and Rachel Amphlett are, are two previous guests that I've come back to because they've had such massive changes in their self-publishing careers over the last year. There's so much to say, so many changes and so many lessons learned that I was very keen to interview both of them and to, to just talk through those. So we won't be rehashing the previous interview. We're going into all new stuff when I talk to Meg. Uh, but it's always great to, to, to meet the people that you've been interviewing. I also met uh, Gurbir Singh, who is uh, a regular listener to this podcast, who bought me a Coke on Friday when we went to the bar afterwards thank you so much for that lovely to meet you Gerbeer um, and if I'm in, in Manchester again we'll meet up and we'll have another yak about self-publishing also is I, I love events like this and not to have to go to London is fantastic I met uh, Cueve McDonnell Cueve McDonnell um, I didn't know he was going there but he coincidentally is taking part in my crime and thriller giveaway this week and he and I have been emailing uh, and, and we met in person today, which is fantastic. And uh, Queeve is going to be a future podcast guest as well, even better. And I also met another listener to the podcast. And this is uh, uh, um, the listener is Alison Ingleby. And hello, Alison. It was lovely meeting you uh, on Friday. And, um, you know, Alison was saying that she was listening to, to John Cronshaw's uh, podcast episode while she was doing the washing up. And this is what led to the conversation about, well, you know, I didn't know that Alison was listening to the podcast and somehow, whoever you are, wherever you are and whatever you're doing while you're listening to this, somehow we need to start to talk to each other and get this conversation going. I think that's the challenge for me in the next year is that you don't all hide and listen to this podcast and do the washing up, that somehow we start to talk to each other and get some interaction going, because I think that's going to, to help the podcast to work better. So that's a challenge for me, but I, you know, I need to work on that, I think, and get this conversation going. So um, it was fairly painless in terms of what I had to do at the presentation. Uh, I had to do about a 30 second slot just to say what the Alliance of Independent Authors is right at the beginning of the day. And then I went to sit in the audience and to, to listen and to learn from the authors who were talking, Fan, you know, fantastic interviews. And um, they're great for networking. How many guests have I left with potential podcast guests? I asked all the people on the stage to do it. I asked the representative from Amazon to do a podcast. Meg's doing a podcast. Alison is. Queeve is doing a podcast. So generally, um, I, I I need to talk to people who are um, you know have an online presence. I have all sorts of criteria for the people that I interview on the podcast. They they generally have to be on social media. They have to have a website. Um, generally, I want them to have published a book so, and they can talk about making sales. So other, otherwise, it's no use to you. Um, you know, if they haven't done that work. So all of those people met that criteria. So uh, I've got lots of potential podcast episodes in the pot there which is fantastic so it was great for networking and then what I really did enjoy I've never been part of an author panel and I've seen loads and I've never been part of one uh, so I really enjoyed being part of an author panel and although I was supposed to be representing the Alliance of Independent Authors 
um, well, and I was obviously representing the Alliance of Independent Authors. Um, it was great to be part of a panel with other authors, you know, talking about tips, tricks, and techniques. And uh, you know, I'd like to do more of those. It's nice being part of an author panel because the spotlight isn't just on you. Um, and a lot of the stuff I do, it's just me standing up talking all day, and, and frankly, it wears me out. Um, so I like that. I like doing the panels where it's not just me and other people take the strain. Um, so it was a good day, and uh, a group of us went off and you know had some drinks in Manchester, and then we all leapt on the, on the train afterwards. So uh, you know, again, learning points from that is go to networking events. You know, meet people, talk to them. Uh, it really, really helps. But also keep immersing yourself in learning. Uh, you need to keep learning, and that means listen to podcasts. Um, thank you for listening to this one and making time to listen to this one. But immerse yourself in podcasts, read blog posts, um, you know, follow the right people on social media. And, and I apply that entirely to myself too, because you just need to keep learning this stuff. And uh, interestingly, a conversation with Cueve McDonnell, who was saying that Amazon ads are working really well for him. And he was telling me about how he's doing that. We'll talk about that in the interview. Um, and and he's, they're working really well for Cueve. And um, you'll have heard a lot about um, Mark Dawson, who's got a course on this week. Well, interestingly, what Cueve was doing was actually contrary to what Mark's teaching at the moment. And Cueve's getting great results. And it might be the genre that he's in. But what he told me was very interesting. And so uh, I'm going to be trying it. Of course I am. And, and this is the benefit of networking. That, um, and, I, and I said it at the talk as well, that you get the wisdom of many when you go to networking events. And when you go to events where people who are doing really well are talking, you get the wisdom of many. And your choices really are, as an independent author, to sit there figuring it out for hours alone or you know, get the wisdom of people who've gone before you and who are making it work already, and it saves you a lot of time. So that's my that's my mindset moment for the end of this podcast diary. Okay, thank you for listening. We have gone slightly over the half an hour. Please remember to take check the um, resources page for this week because I have put those. Um, I've put a photo of me on stage uh, at Amazon, and I have put the photographs of my planning board on there as well so there's quite a lot to look at on the resources page today and my guest on monday the one year podcast anniversary i know that doesn't sound a big deal to you but it I, you know i'm really quite proud of that because when you start a journey like a podcast i've always wanted to do a podcast for a long time um you're never quite sure whether you're going to keep it up and I remember listening to the statistics before I started doing the podcast. I think the average duration of a podcast before it folds, I don't think most podcasts make it to 10 episodes. And I remember listening to Joanna Penn saying that she won't do interviews with podcasts that have fewer than 10 episodes because most people fold by 10 episodes. So, uh, you know, being pig-headed like I am, I didn't launch until I knew I'd got 10 episodes. So I knew I was going to beat the statistic before I started. Um, and um, obviously I released those episodes one week at a time um, and to have got to a year uh, I feel really proud with that I'm very happy with that that I've managed to keep that going because it does take a lot of work uh, you know on top of everything else and uh, and obviously I also have the podcast diary so in actual fact you know I've done over 100 episodes of it now even though I've only done a year so um, you know I'm, I'm quite pleased with that um, my guest for my one year anniversary podcast episode is horror writer Ian Rob Wright. This is Monday the 3rd of April. And uh, Ian Rob Wright was a mobile phone salesman before he released his first book. And the money that he made allowed him to give up his job because he was doing really well with it. And he became a full-time writer. Uh, Ian also teaches about 
becoming a self-publisher and all the tips that he's learned along the way. And he did a great interview and you can hear that on Monday the 3rd of April. I will have another podcast diary update for you next Saturday. I'm just looking at my schedule. I should be telling you, I should be telling you that I've written 5,000 words of my new book by this time next Friday. I might have to slip the diary a little bit more, but I should be telling you that next Friday. Let's see how it goes. Join me next week for my next podcast diary. In the meantime, have a fabulous week of writing yourself, and we'll speak soon. Thanks for listening to Paul's Podcast Diary. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast feed to hear next week's update and find out how many words get produced over the next seven days. Until then, we hope you have a great week of writing.